have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk. Breathe, Helen, breathe. Hello and welcome to another episode of Memo of a Ninja Girl. This episode has more wickedness in it. You can see that's why I prepared myself by breathing before anything else. Social media has changed things, even our dating lifestyles. We have adapted to the new, me- uh, the new media dating mode. Online dating, we never date before. We never date online before. Raise your hand up. Whether your hand is up or your hand is down. Now here we all of us, we gather day here. You can be in a relationship with someone far away from you just by what you see online, the videos, the pictures, the social media personality that they put out. You can actually fall in love, absolutely. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all those sites are places to find love and heartbreak. Unfortunately, my guest is popularly known as the founder of Wicked People Association. In this association, not only bad people, they get stitches. So if you are a bad person, you definitely know that snitches get stitches. So, but if you are a good person, eh, relax, you are in good hands. His name is Neil. Neil is a content creator, a hat mender, because this community of his got the right words and solutions for people. Whatever you're going through. You just need a new in your in your corner. You just need that community. It's very nice, and I am a proud member of this community. I am so excited about this episode because love is such a beautiful thing. Make no bless ya no tell na but like God, love too sweet, eh? Love sweet though. So we're gonna talk about um, online dating. What are the what are the things to look out for? The red flags. Can you genuinely like someone online? Someone you never met? What is the connection? What could be the connection? Everything we will talk about it on today's episode. Whatever you're doing, as always, get yourself ready. You know, it's going to be a party. Yes, the Muang's party. Let's bring Neil to the party. Uh, okay, yes. Let's start the podcast of the day. I have Neo with me. Neo is a content creator. He's an amazing guy. He's doing an amazing job with his Insta page. And you know, we call him the founder of wickedness because he has so much wickedness to give to this world. I don't know if you if you want that dose, but he gives it to the bad people. So be warned. He's a good guy who gives the amount, the, the right amount of wickedness to the right uh, to the wrong people. How are you doing today, Neo? You know now, you know this wickedness. Don't hide it. Give us. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not hiding it. I'm actually not hiding it. But it was quite an introduction. Okay. So, How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing very well. I'm actually very happy to be on this platform with you and your fans as well. Oh, you're so, so cute. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. So, uh, we'll be talking about online dating. You know, you have this person who knows a lot because you you have a huge community, and I'm very, I'm very, I'm one of this community. I'm one, I'm a part, a big part of it. I like that. You know, people trust you enough to share certain information with you. So, tell me about online dating. 
you know do you think that you can actually know people enough so um when it comes to the, the concept of online dating or let's just say dating generally yeah uh there are two ways you can meet people one is the traditional way which is maybe you're meeting someone through a friend or you guys are colleagues or you're working somewhere with someone or maybe you met someone maybe at an event and all that that's a traditional kind of dating but the disadvantage of the traditional one is that it's limited you have like a certain number of people that you can actually meet but online dating kind of expands your world so even gives you access to people who are not even in the same country with you. It gives you access to people all over the world. So once you have that connection or you feel you have that connection, then it's easy to reach the person. Maybe you guys start up a chat and from there, who knows, you guys might end up taking it to the next level. So it's uh, well, online dating is something that I'm a big fan of. It's something that I recommend. But with the advantages come some disadvantages. And like you rightly pointed out, Z is Z something that you can say, oh, yes, I'm, I'm going through this method, or I want to use this particular method to meet someone. Do I even know the person enough, or do I trust the person enough? Yes, every everything in life comes with their own challenges. But I think when it comes to online dating, I think you have to be careful. Right. You have to be very careful when it comes to online dating because everyone or so many people are walking around with various uh, motives and various aspirations or hopes or what depends at you from life. So you don't expect, except you meet someone whose values or whose beliefs are the same with yours and they want the same thing you want, then it's easy for you guys to connect. But when you're meeting someone who's just on the platform, maybe just to have fun, or someone who's even looking to scam you, mm. or when you're meeting someone who's not truthful, or someone, and most times, and the scary part is, some of these married men or let me say married men and women even come use some of these online platforms mm, so right. they come they pose as uh, maybe single guys and you wouldn't know the unsuspecting individual wouldn't know so you you come on to them and you guys might even start up something very very nice only for you to get stranded uh, maybe oh, when right. you find out that these people are not really who they held themselves out to be mm. so that's where that issue comes up so uh, some of these things can actually be checkmated if you know the right things to do right but but sometimes also if you meet someone physically yeah these things are also might be in place you know you meet someone physically and you truly like them you connect and then you find out that you know they are not who they claim to be some people really even rent houses these days you know they go to this heavy and and then they put their pictures i mean we've read about that we've read about that a couple of weeks ago where people rented yeah. um, an apartment and then they start to put their pictures. So I really think physically or online, you know, you can't really choose, you can't really tell the person's intention for you. Therefore, you, you, you think sometimes it might be hard for you to really know someone, you know, even if you met them or you haven't met them, does that really matter whether, oh, I've known this person over for like one year, although we haven't met, do you think you can actually know somebody enough on social media? Just like you rightly said, um, I'm not saying meeting someone traditionally doesn't have its own risk. It does, but it's it's like it's more when it's online. Mm. Uh, yes, people people do that even on a physical level. People go as far as doing things to convince you that they're real, they're genuine, and all. Even when you've met them through the traditional method that I, I, I mentioned earlier, 
But at the same time, I'm just what I'm saying is that on the risk online is actually more wow. because at least when you're meeting someone physically, maybe you know where they work or you know someone who knows him or how you, you, you met the person through an acquaintance or something. But when you're meeting someone online, it's like you're flying blind. You're meeting this person for the first time. You're basically taking the person's word for it when you guys are meeting, except you guys subsequently maybe start having dates and all that. But that notwithstanding, I, I still think it's like one of the best ways you can actually meet someone. Oh, yeah. It's it, the advantages for me actually outweigh the disadvantages. Exactly. Yes, it, it's it's something that you have to be very careful about. But when it works, because what I'm, what I'm looking at is what if it works? Because most people go into that mentality or go into that uh, the relationship. Oh, I'm scared of doing this. I don't want to go online. Maybe I'm older. But what if he actually wants hmm. to meet someone you truly care about on those platforms? So I'm just saying, just be open to it. Hmm. So, so, so that's you know, what I'm saying. I also feel like we have two kinds of um, online dating. You know, you have this one that okay. you have to pay for. You know, you have to go on on the website to pay for. Okay, I want to meet this person. This is my specification. Can you link me up with this person? You know, and I, and I think this website, they oftentimes um, run a background check on these individuals to be sure that, okay, they, they're actually not false people. It doesn't mean that you can't be scammed or people's intention will be 100% um, genuine, yeah? But, I mean, at least there's something that, that would be done. You know, there would be a background check. But we also have the DIY, that's the do-it-yourself where we all go on Instagram or Facebook or on Tinder to find, you know, to find love and, you know, love in an hopeless place. I, I have a problem with that. Do you think when you pay someone, it works better than you finding it yourself? Um, okay, personally, I, I would even recommend if I have someone who's asking for my opinion when it comes to something like that, I'm recommending you actually go for those ones that you pay for. One of one of the advantages, I'm not saying that they're not going to be those people that we want to avoid on these platforms. One of the advantages will be you find people who are actually more serious on those platforms because if someone is willing to pay to meet someone, then most times they're serious about meeting someone as opposed to some of those sites where it's just for hookup or maybe you're just looking for something else or something not too serious. Mm-hmm. But when someone is paying and just like you suggested, some of these sites, they go as far as matching you with the person you actually, or the profile of the person you actually want, or similar to what you're recommending. So, we actually recommend you paying for it. Mm-hmm. Pay for the service. Let, let it be that you're spending your hard-earned money to get someone that you, get someone that you really love or care about, or some something similar to that. But at the same time, it comes with uh, advantages. Some people are just very deceptive. Mm. No matter where, how the checks and the the things you put in place, people are some people are just very deceptive. They are they are wolves in sheep clothing. They will come. They will even pay for those things like like you said. They will pay do all the, some of the things that the sites have actually put up to protect people. They will find a way to go around it. So and when they do, and you are coming from the perspective of oh, you know, I paid for this at least. People here they are thinner or they are they actually they actually better or think in a certain way and you find out that these are actually the same people but I think it now borders down to to the individual mm. and it borders down to what you're looking for as a person. Why why I'm emphasizing on what you're looking for is sometimes the kind of person you're putting out or the kind of person you you actually think you want does not even exist. 
Most times when you're putting yeah. So most times when you're putting on or the idea of a guy or a girl you have only exists in your mind. So when you have that and it's very easy for these the people who are very uh, very deceitful or it's very easy for them to prey on some of those things. Maybe you're looking for, let me use an example, maybe we're a girl or a guy. You're looking for someone who has six parts or a lady who's very hot. Uh, it must be earning maybe a particular amount of figures, a house and all that. So when you set some of those very, very, uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't have standards. Right. Well, um, when you're very specific on your profile, and because I believe that when it comes to online dating, the idea is for, you to put yourself out there so you meet someone and strike that connection in person. Mm. So it's not something that you, you do and you just stay online now because most people get carried away and you, you keep the relationship online. It's just for you to strike that connection with the person and you now bring it to physical power. You guys meet each other, talk to each other, see whether some of the things I actually put on my profile whether I'm actually that kind of person. Mm. So it, it has a lot, a lot attached to it, and that's why it's kind of scary sometimes, and most people don't really want to go into it. I mean, and the people who go into it, you know, let's say, for example, because, you know, in this, in this part of the world, we are very um, chauvinistic when it comes to women. Do you agree with me that, or maybe do you or do you not agree with the rule of thought that people would say that women who go on social media to find love, they are very desperate? No, 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 no. No, some people will say, oh, true. love will right. find you. You don't have to find it. Uh, no, you're on social media, hocking yourself. That's the word they would say. You're hocking yourself for a husband. Yes. No, no, that's not true. Hey. That's not true. And because you're not wrong, I, I, want you, I want you to know that you're not wrong because it's the popular view that people have about women who go online to look for love. But the thing is, I see it as you expanding your horizon. That's mm. number one. And number two, because of the way things are not just in our country or elsewhere, people are too busy to meet people. So that's why the traditional method is actually no longer working as effectively as it used to. Back then, there were no phones, there were no gadgets and all that. So you're limited to the people around you. But now, yes, I might work very busy hours or I might have a very busy schedule. I can make out time to go online and meet people and try to find love online. That doesn't make me desperate mm. or looking for human connection because men to look for human connection. Right. So why is it particular? Why are we now uh, making it particular about women that looking for something that is very natural? Even animals do it too. Mm. Looking for human connection is a natural thing to do. So we don't have to particularize it on an agenda and say, because you're looking for, you're going online to put yourself out there because you're not actually looking for, you're putting yourself out there to see whether people can maybe you can connect with someone. That's basically what you're doing. It has nothing to do with you. Your maybe desperation or any way they are painting it. Okay. So it doesn't. I don't agree with that. All right. Let's talk a bit about the Simon Levi, the the swindler. Swindler. I'm sure you're very familiar with this. Um, should I say human? <laughs> I don't know if that's the right um, thing to say, but I'm sure you're very familiar with Simon Levi. You know. Um, the guy who went on Tinder and um, duped um, women of money, asked them to take loan. On social media, many people actually blame the women. Do you think they should be blamed? Um, when, first of all, I, I personally don't like blaming the victim. And when, when we blame the victim, we rob them of 
their humanity. When we blame the victim, we make it look like the perpetrators are actually the ones who should be praised. Mm. So the person who should actually be thrown under the bus is the person who's going around stealing people's money or taking people's, um, uh, or just uh, crushing people's soul all in the name of me. I don't know why the person did it. But the, the ladies who maybe, because they were so comfortable with you, or because they, they trusted you, because it, 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 for me, it's a thing of trust. Right. For someone to trust you that much, to be willing to part with your hard-earned money in this weather, to part with your hard-earned money, and for you, it's a game. So they are the culprits. They are the wicked ones. They are the horrible ones. Hmm. And those those people don't even should even belong to our society. But the thing is, in as much as I'm an advocate of online dating, I always emphasize for people to be very careful. Hmm. There are things you should look out for when you're when you when you meet someone online. When you meet people online, like I said, you should be able to first of all curb your expectations. Sometimes we go into some of these platforms with so much expectations of how things should be or how things should play out in our mind, and we forget to protect ourselves. Mm. Earlier on, you mentioned about doing your investigations and finding certain things out for yourself and all that. And I feel sometimes we neglect some of these facts because some of these guys or girls, they are so good, they tell us what we want to hear, or they play into some of the conversations we've had, maybe I've told you about my ex or what some of my exes did to me and all that. So you're capitalizing on that. You're trying to make me see that you're not like my ex and all that, and I'm relaxed mm. when the person hits you. But some of the red flags that I always emphasize on whenever you're going online, once the person asks you for money, then say no, no. Mm. You're meeting someone for the first time. The idea is for us to get to know each other. So when you're asking me for money or the person is asking, or you're asking the other person for money, when you guys are meeting, you do not if you, no, 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 no. It's a big red flag and you shouldn't. Hmm. So there's some other things that you should look out for because it's more of like a pattern. Right. They come in, they, they, they sugar you up or they butter you up as the case may be, and maybe you get carried away, and before you know it, they tell you about when you have a business or something happened, and this one happened or someone died or whatever, and we need money. Mm. You you shouldn't even be in a situation like that. So, and it's just, it, it, it goes all and It's not just limited to money. When you're meeting someone for the first time, and the person is trying, okay, I, I, they, sometimes they warn you about who they are. Sometimes they go as far as telling you, I'm a psycho, or I'm a crazy person, and you take it as oh, a joke. Wow. This is someone who's meeting you for the first time, and the person is telling you that you're crazy. You should be careful. So some of these things, are some of the issues, or maybe someone is meeting you in a few days' time, the person is telling you that he or she loves you. It's scary. Mm. And we should also take into account that things take time. Or some of these things. Yes, I believe in that. Most people believe in love at first sight. But you should be able to meet who you're, you're dealing with. Find out the kind of person they are. And when the person, and most especially when they start asking for money, run, no. Run, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But do you think the, the ladies were naive at some point? Um, that, that's where that issue of, okay, ordinarily, there's this thing that, there's this song, um, Two-Face, there's this particular song where he said, I know you don't have to trust someone. But I know you don't have to trust anybody, but yeah. sometimes you have to trust someone. Yeah. Most, uh, that's why I'm not going to blame the ladies. Yes, you're going to say they're naive and they're this and they're that, but is it bad to trust somebody now? Are you telling me that you, you can no longer trust anybody? 
Because that's the society where we are now, where you're, because even when you even guard yourself so much, you protect everything. It might not necessarily be just money. They might even come at, at maybe from another angle. They might just break your heart and run away, or they might just sleep with you and ghost you. So it can just be anything. So it's it, because we're, we're equating it to a financial, uh, we're, we're using finances to cover, okay, why would they pass with their money? No. These people are just plain dishonest. They're looking for people to, to scam of their heart and money. And we should never blame the victim. Right. That's, we should never. That's one of the things that we always talk about on this podcast, that no matter what happens, the victim, you should not further victimize the victims, you know. You should yes. not inflict more harm, more pain to what they're already going through a lot, you know. Yes, let's let's face the reality this person's come to him. Let's face this guy. Which of course I do not think he he, he didn't get anything. He went to jail for like five months. God. Ah, and 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 few weeks ago, a few months ago, I also read the same thing on your page, um, Neil, about this guy, okay. the the doctor who was sleeping with women and promising them marriages. In fact, I remember one of the women said he met a family, you know, promised the doctor from, um, was it Dhaka? It was Qatar, yeah. You know, how, how do you feel as a person, as a man, reading these messages from women? Um, okay, first of all, um, uh, usually when, when, before I post certain things on my page, I get the consent of the people involved to ensure that they are okay with it. But I'm, I've not gotten the consent to share uh, maybe some of the big things I spoke to her about on this platform. But I can just talk about a few things we hear yeah, when it comes to people like, people like that. First of all, some people are just dishonest. Hmm. Some people, it's in their nature, they can't help it, they are dishonest. And when you have that mindset, or when the person is blatantly dishonest, they don't even care what they're doing. They don't care the amount of people that they hurt. And I also have to point out that that is not the view of all the guys. Because usually when things like this happen, we think, oh, that's gay men. I know. They're actually very good men in this world. They're actually men who are very decent. Mm -hmm. They're actually men who are looking to settle down and start a family and, and just have that... that small unit in a society where you can bring up your kids and teach them how to care for people and love people and go ahead and have your own family. But at the same time, they are, they are just horrible men. I'm not going to deny that. Hmm. And it's quite unfortunate that some of these women were, were preyed on by this monster. And you need to, because if you think about it, do you know how dishonest you have to be to do some of the things that he did? having to go as far as promising marriage, meeting some of their families, talking to, to them and promising them that you're going to be there for them or you're going to marry them. And at the end of the day, it, it, it just, you feel maybe, maybe because of that promise, maybe you've slept to them and all that, and you feel good about yourself. It's horrible. Even as a guy thinking about it, I'm like, that man is jobless. Hmm. Because if you have something to it, you have something that takes your energy. You have something that, that when you, you have a purpose, you won't be busy looking for who to sleep with or how many people to sleep with. All you need is just to have someone that you, someone that you want to start life with. But when you're you're jobless, you're basically or maybe there's some men who get their self worth from the amount of ladies that they sleep with. And 
if you're that kind of person, so you're looking to keep as many as possible to validate yourself that you're a real man speaking with women like that, and that's horrible. It's it's so, absolutely so crazy I, that some people would actually find I mean they are they, they find solace in doing things like that. I cannot it, take it. Is. It is and, and it's pitiable because it, it tells you the state of that particular man's mind is he's just he's just horrible, I'm telling you. And the ladies who are fallen victim, I'm not trying to blame them, but with the way things are going now, like you said, do it yourself. And one of the things I also forgot to mention when it comes to this online dating thing, do your investigation. Most people will say you're creepy, you're, why are you doing this, you don't trust. No, do your investigation. That doesn't make you bad. Like, I always give an, uh, an example. If you go out to buy a house or a property or a car, don't you take somebody to check it out. Hmm. Wouldn't you want to know whether the property you're buying, whether it has any problems or maybe the car you're buying, whether it's faulty and all that. When you do this for cars, that's inanimate uh, objects and all that, why can't you do that for your heart? Hmm. Why can't you do that to protect yourself? Go out there. Find out things you can. Which, uh, uh, find out which schools he went to. Find out his, his friends, the people he's following. Chat them up. You're not being creepy. You're protecting yourself. Because when things like this happen, you're not just embarrassed. Hmm. You're, you, you feel guilty. You blame yourself for all that. And it just crushes you. So in order not to feel that way, the best thing to do is do your investigation. You can't be too careful, but you should be careful. Hmm. And um, these days we also have another problem. I, I would say problem. I mean, maybe it's really not a problem. It shouldn't be a problem, actually. Where people say that, oh, men are having sex with women by promising them marriage. So you want to, you tell like 10 women, okay, I'm going to marry you. And then maybe ideally they don't want to have sex with you. But because they have this, oh, I want to be married mentality. Do you think this mentality is actually fucking things up? For women, yes, I, I said half word. I mean, I apologize for that, but it's really a big deal now okay. because sometimes you're like. Um, first of all, um, there's, whenever I, I get the opportunity to, or maybe someone consults me on any issue, there's something I, I usually tell women, and that is, you keep you have you have you keep the, the gateway to sex goes through women. Mm. A woman decides whether to have sex with you or not. I'm not the funny thing is most guys will tell you, Oh yes, she's feeling me, she's doing this, or that's why she has sex with me. That's not true. Before before you if a girl has made up her mind that she's going to have sex with you, she will have sex with you. If she if she if she if a girl makes up her mind that I'm never going to have sex with you, she will never have sex with you. So first of all, I don't think it's just the promise of marriage that is making some of these women have sex. Maybe they actually want to have sex with these guys, and maybe when the things don't go according to plan, maybe the person can now say, okay, um, maybe because I actually have sex with him because he promised me. But the thing is, when it comes to sex, because women are in charge, when I mean in charge, you things don't happen except you allow it to happen. Mm. And you should be able to, uh, let me not use the word hold on to or keep things away and all that, but when someone is promising you, when someone is telling you, and sex is not something you get into because you promised me something, and, and it's, it's, you're making, you guys are making it sound like a transaction. No, it's not. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, not I'm not making it sound like a transaction. I'm, because if I, I, I also feel like if you're having sex with somebody, be, just know that 
you want to do it you're ready for it so that way if the yeah. guy comes to say oh i i had sex with you said yes i also had sex with you it's not a one-way thing but you know and i'm yeah. sure you would agree with me that many men would say oh my motivation now i've had sex with her just to shame her you know people sex shame each other in this part of the world a lot and the fact that people would actually count for women but they would not do that for men they would say oh is a is a is a champion is a you know the words that they say you know is an ogre just for having sex with different women you know i'm i'm actually uh, you said something earlier and what you're saying now is actually true the thing is when men tell people how many people they've slept with everybody's like yeah you're the guy you're the man or whatever but when a girl's body count is is, is going to maybe even single or even double digits everybody looks at her like a slut right you get that but i'm just saying that because of the way the society is structured or because of the way things are the women are the ones in charge of sex do you decide when things happen and if someone is saying that you know what uh, if you have sex with me then i will marry you you should be scared hmm. you should be terrified okay. because what if you have sex with me and it's not good or the sex is not good enough for you mm. so you deciding to spend the rest of your life with me is, is dependent on just that physical relationship you're going to have with me so what now happens if I don't meet your screwed up criteria or what I should do in bed or some of the things I should meet up with in bed, so does that mean the marriage is off? So this is the way you should think. So if you want to marry me, because the funny thing is, because we're single or because we're not married, there's this hype about sex, sex is this and all that. And if you talk to most married people, they will tell you there's more to marriage than just sex. They are not, most of them are not even having sex. Exactly. There's more to marriage about sex. There's more to marriage other than sex. Yeah. So because you're coming in, so basing someone proposing to you or you giving up the cherry, sorry, I'm going to call it that, are you giving it to them or you just being open with them like that, you, you should actually be worried yourself because this person is basing something that you should take so many things into consideration. You should take your background, the kind of person you are. Are you guys compatible? Are you the kind of person that he wants to spend his life with? Can you people even live together? There's this friend of mine, he always said, before you want to get involved with anybody or you want to marry, just think of the both of you being stuck for life. He didn't say being together, he said stuck. Hmm. And when you think about being stuck with someone, you take so many things come to mind. You want to check about maybe the kind of person they are, are they easily irritable? Do they even have certain um, diseases from their own genes and all that? So why do you just want to base marriage on just sex? So for the women, they should be careful and they should be wary of guys who say, okay, if you don't sleep with me, I won't marry you. That should even be a reason for you to even give it up in the first place. It should be a reason for you to do what? Run the same way you run so i'm sure i'm sure harry i'm sure it's the right thing to do sex is not something that you sh it's very it's it, i mean it's a very special thing but you should give it out like that if you don't want to i mean i i was i, I keep telling him because i have like my have siblings that are like in their 20s and i'm not the person that would say oh don't have sex because see they're going to do what they want to do right but i would just advise you do it if you want to do it also you have to understand that if you do it there might be consequences which is heartbreak and everything all of these are not guaranteed i'm not going to say don't have sex 
But know that it is something you want to do. Don't let anybody to push you into doing anything. Don't let anybody give you false promises and, and things like that. We, we really just, I think you've just hit the, the ham on the nail now with the, the point you just made now. And the, the advice you give to, to your, your siblings, they are, they, are, they are absolutely correct. Sex is not something you're pressured into. Sex is not something you're, you're blackmailed into. Let me use that word. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you're guilted into. So sex is something that you decide you're coming out. It's not obtained by fraud. It's not obtained any other way. The only way you can actually have sex with someone is when you willingly submit yourself that yes, we should do this. But in a situation where you're getting it by maybe fraud, you're forcing someone, or you're you're giving the person an information that you fully know that is wrong, and the person is acting on that information and the person is having sex with you, that for me that's rape. But you know when you are dating me, someone online and you decide to meet the first day. Why? Okay, you decide to meet the first day. Somehow, you're somehow preparing for sex. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Like you see, ladies will start to shave. The men wants it's it's somehow sometimes you know. But I don't know if that is correct. But I think it's correct because no, no, no it's it's actually not correct because and it, it, you know why I don't agree with uh, that mindset. Right. Is uh, why the mindset is actually wrong is people actually want to have connections through this name. Hmm. I'm not saying that sex is not a part of that connection. It will come, but you shouldn't start today, except that's what you're looking for. Hmm. If I'm going on a date online with someone, and I have a, at the back of my mind that, you know, I don't want anything serious uh, uh, from this relationship or this encounter. I just think they're very hot, or I, I just want to have sex with them. It's a different ball game. And you know that that's where you're coming. And hopefully, if the person on the other end of the, the dating service feels the same way, you guys can just come have something physical and you move on from that. Mm. But there are people who are looking for true connections online. And having or saying things like that will actually negate the progress that those ones are making. People come online or date online for different reasons. Some people come there to make money. Some people come there to scam people. Some people come there to look for for sugar daddies, some people come there to look for so many things. I'm not judging. But all I'm saying is, I just, what I really want from on, this whole online thing is matching the serious ones with the very serious ones. Hmm. Matching the ones who just want to have maybe um, sex with each other. Just making sure that they, those ones meet each other. When we have a problem is when the very serious ones meet the ones that are not very serious, then we end up hearing stories like the Dubai case or the doctor or the person that was jailed for five months because of uh, some some other issues like that, so that's the major issue I have. Hmm. I I absolutely understand you. You know, I'm a very big fan of Love Is Blind. It's um it's a show on Netflix. I don't know if you watch it. Where you are in, no, in so women are in a place, the men are in the place. They are all ready to get married. You know, but you have to find okay. one person. So you have to you would not see each other. So you're in a pod and you have to speak to everyone. All the guys have to speak to the ladies. The ladies have to speak to the guys. You're not going to see the person you are going to propose to one that you like. So it's after your proposal that you'd get to meet. Okay. Yeah. So you just have to speak. You, you, do, you should not talk about how you look. You should not talk about looks that, oh, I'm six feet tall. I'm dark. It's not about race. It's about connection, which I yeah. think is very beautiful. 
that you can but then is is looks even important when you're dating do you think looks is important how you look do you think it's important or the connection is should be more important than the looks okay um first of all i the thing is, if you actually exercise and all the view you're, you're putting forward now, you usually come from the ladies. And the ladies are, you sh- the ladies are always like, uh, you should be actually more worried about my inner beauty and all that. And I get that. But you will never walk into a bar and a guy is staring at a lady who's like five feet away from me and he says, wow, I love that girl so. Wow, that girl so is beautiful. It's not possible. Most times, the guys will, you're going to attract people on your looks, then you keep them based on who you are or the kind of person you are. So on that note, when it comes to online dating, you should actually be very careful about the image you're putting out mm. because you're meeting someone based on, you're accessing someone based on their profile because when you meet me, you're not going to see my soul online, you're going to see my picture. Then you're going to form your, your you're, you're going to make up your mind whether you're going to even talk to me or even get involved with me based on the picture you're saying. So you should actually do things and help maybe make you look better. I'm not saying if you go on the extreme side of photoshopping, no. But if you have good pictures that you put up, because that is what you expect them to attract the person into your life first. So when the person comes and the person now finds out that, oh, this person is not just about looks. This person is actually very awesome and all that. But if you want to, when it comes to maintaining a relationship, maintaining that connection with someone, looks don't matter. Mm. It doesn't. Because at the end of the day, you might you probably get tired of the having sex with someone or get tired of the person's looks and all that. But what now keeps you is the person's personality. So, but initially, I think the looks are actually a very, very important uh, aspect of online dating. Mm. So, looks will get you the, the boyfriend or the girlfriend, but personality will keep them. Definitely, definitely will. So, and the, and the times that you would um, order something, then you would get something else. Do you think people should be sued if the pictures and the videos or whatever doesn't match? Um. <laughs> because I think they should be sued. At least, I mean, something should look like it. It should just, some, I mean, I don't want to be on the phone and say, hello, where are you? And he's saying, I'm, I'm just in front of you. And I'm like, where are you? I can't see you. I mean, God have mercy. <laughs> Both guys and girls are actually very guilty of this. And we always want to put out images of ourselves that are very likable. And if you, but the thing is, at the same time, there should be a level of honesty on your part. You wouldn't want to put out things or put yourself out in ways that are not true. So maybe you're, you're not very tall and you're holding yourself out to be a giant. Uh, you know, some of those things that, that will probably put the person off to start with. But I think um, <laughs> you, talk, you wouldn't have to spare anybody. I, you just chalk it down to time wasted. You should. And earlier on, yes, you chalk it down to time wasted. And earlier on, I, I always emphasize on adjusting your expectation. And when you have that in mind, you're not expecting a prince charming who's going to come in and all that. I know people should be honest, but expect. Or, or, and most times, the people, like I said, the people we want in our head, or the people we 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 want to, or we attracted to, sometimes they're in our head. But even when you meet someone who's not as attractive as they've put out in their profile, why not just try and and get to know them? Mm. 
try and see if you can strike a connection because as far as I'm concerned, it's about that connection. So even when you go on a date and you meet someone who, who maybe over-emphasized on the attractiveness, maybe you should just sit down, have a drink with the person or eat and all that and find out who they really are. You might be surprised. Mm. So what their deception has actually done for them is to get you to the table. Then if their connection is that, if their personality is actually nice, then maybe you might have a date. Mm. But if their personality is shit, and secondly, they are not as attractive as they're holding out, what do you say? Rono. No, wow. You are this your Rono. I won't take on drum like this new. Have you have you met someone <laughs> online? Have you met, have you dated someone online? Yes, yes, I have. Actually. Oh, yeah, give us the gist. Um, did, you, did you run? No, 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 no. I didn't run. I didn't run. But what happened was I met someone online and we actually, and first of all, the person wasn't dishonest. Mm-hmm. And and the person, when we finally met and we, well, before then, let me, even, let me even tell you something because, like I said, the due diligence I, I talk about, before, uh, when we started chatting, I told the person, I, ju- I don't want the pictures you send me or the pictures you put up for your profile, the ones that you've, you've done, doctored, you've done all that. I want to see a picture of you, most importantly, maybe without makeup or when you're just waking up or something. Now what for you? <laughs> no, I, that, that, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Really? And you know, matters of the heart, you have to be very careful. So the person sent me that picture and the person was actually very, very beautiful and very, very attractive. And I'm like, you know you don't even need to even stress yourself on makeup sometimes mm. because you're that beautiful. But other than that, I wanted to see the real person. And with that picture, I now started my real investigation. I had to find out who she was, what she was doing, who she was following. Because one of the things you have to put into consideration where influenced by people around us yeah. or the people we listen to or the conversations we have, you can when I'm trying to get to know you and the people you're listening to they're not in line with the values or the, some of the things or the ideas I share, I will be, I will be very careful. Mm. So, okay, let me give you an example. Okay, let me use you now. Maybe you've seen someone online. The person is onto some of the sides who bash women or who hate women or who are mostly chauvinists. You should be careful. Mm. So, some of those things, I went as far as maybe finding out maybe her friends, where she went to school and all that. And once my due diligence was completed, then we were good. We went as far as we dated and all that, even though we're no longer together now. But the thing is, before I got into it, I made sure I had all the facts. Mm. And one of the reasons why I'm emphasizing on getting the, especially the guys, getting their pictures, because some of these guys, people, especially the guys from Nigeria, people know them, or there'll definitely be someone who knows you. I don't even mind, upload the guy's picture on your, on your, on your own personal platform. And hear what people have to say. Somebody will definitely know who he is. Then from there, you guys can start something. If he's genuine, then you can take it from there. But if it's if not, you know what to do. Rano. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about following, yeah. So you know, in right. in um, I, should I, I don't want to say in the olden days because I feel like our parents might feel very old right now. Of course, they are. So, they, you know, they have a setting where your parents will say, oh, this is my friend's um, child. You guys should be together. Okay. You guys should get married. It's something that happens, you know, in Nigeria, right. in Africa, and even in even in, in India. 
So, and this right. time where we are the one who go on social media to find love. Do you think that this is just like an involved traditional meeting where the parents would say introduce to one another? Do you think this is like the old internet online one is like, should I say an improvement, an improved version or an involved um, version? Um, if you want to, uh, personally, I think uh, the ones where the parents recommend, or so long as they are not forced, mm. the ones where the parents recommend and tell you, okay, this is my friend, or they find someone for you to marry, and if you like the person, you end up marrying. I think those marriages actually work better. Those mm. marriages actually work better. And I don't understand how. Because you don't love this person. I know sometimes they will say, you will love each other in marriage. It's something I don't get. The thing is, with our generation, what's happening now is that we marry who we love and we end up not loving them. But for, for our parents, they don't love them, but they end up loving who they marry. Does that make sense? Look at that. Sorry? I said, look at that. Huh. Yeah, so, so the thing is, you meet someone, and most times, this you meeting someone, maybe... The, uh, I'm talking about the younger generations. Mm. You're with someone and you guys are together and you found this person on your own or you guys met through whatever means that you guys did. And all of a sudden, you guys are together, you're professing your love for each other and you end up getting married. Then sometimes maybe something just happens. Or I'm not just blaming anybody. It can be anything. Maybe um, uh, this particular person, maybe your ex or whatever, or something just happens. And you should, you should also remember that during the time of our parents, most times the people that you're marrying, they're meeting for the very first time. Hmm. They might not have had maybe previous relationships or they've not had so many exes like we used, we're used to now. Yeah. So you're basically dealing with someone you're meeting for the first time and they are all you know. So because you don't know any other kind of love or you've not met someone else or you don't even know what something else will look like, you're with this person, and you're like stuck with this person. But when it comes to our generation, I can categorically say, okay, this my ex does this better than this other person. So there's that comparison. Mm. And for me, that comparison kills relationships faster. When you start comparing your, your partners or the person you're with, or maybe some other issue that that, is, that has redoed our current generation just comes up, and you guys find out that you you end up not loving each other. And you find out that most times, these people just go their separate way. Neo, this, this, is very, oh. this is very profound. And I absolutely get you. Absolutely. And uh, it, it, the social media thing is just on another level now. And yeah. it's, 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 uh, it breaks my heart to see that you can actually love someone. You know what? You show them off and the next minute... You're also on that same social media to to tear them apart. It's something that breaks yeah. my heart a lot. So so do you think you should 100% put your life out on social media or your relationship out on social media? Um, per personally, um, I do have a problem with the amount of sharing that is going on on social media now. And the thing is, Private moments are no longer private. And if you understand that, and, and what, what, what the major problem I'm having with India, I don't have a problem when someone is doing that for you and you like it, because for me, relationship, when it comes to relationships generally, there is no one size fits all. What is attainable to a particular guy and girl might, not, might be horrible for some other partner. Mm. But 
the thing is, once you put certain things on social media, you're inviting people to have an opinion on your life. And you shouldn't get angry or you shouldn't get worried when those people now have the opinion that you invited them to have. Hmm. For example, you're putting things out that you shouldn't put out. You're telling them how your life is awesome, how your your boyfriend does this for you or he buys you this and he buys you that. But at the same time, you all have issues with your partner. Maybe you guys are fighting. Sometimes you don't bring out those issues or those times when you guys are having issues. You just, you just, you just speckle this whole social media frenzy where you want people to see a certain part of you and they don't see the other part. Then what now happens, maybe things don't go according to plan and uh, maybe something happens and the relationship ends. Most times, the people on social media are reacting to what they are saying because at one spectrum you're giving them this, uh, oh, we're lovey-dovey, we're perfect for each other, he completes me and all that, and all of a sudden you're telling us that he beats you up or that he doesn't do this or that he's a cheat and all that. So people are finding hard to reconcile and they will also still come and have an opinion on your life. So the best thing is you should actually control what you put out. Don't put things out that you're not insecure about. Don't put things that when people judge you about those things, you're not worried about it. Only put things that you should put out. I don't know whether that makes sense. It does, it does, absolutely does. So, so you should you, you should be very careful of the and the thing is, how sure are you that those people you're telling how happy or how perfect your life is, how sure are you that they're happy for you as well? Hmm. And and I also feel like there is a there is a need to understand that there is a difference, huge difference between private and secret. Yeah. You know? Because as much as you want to be private, it doesn't mean, or you should keep certain things, you know, to yourself. It doesn't mean that people are saying, don't tell us that you're married or don't tell us you're in a relationship. If you want to show your partner off, do that, you know, but can, can we get some decorum? Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes when, sometimes people overshare, like, yes, you can post your partners, you can tell us where you are, your vacation pictures and all that. But when you're bringing to the table uh, or bringing to social media things that are very, very private, things that, that nobody else other than your partner should know, you have your whole life on, on, on social media. And it's even dangerous because people can even go as far as someone can even attack you based on what you're putting out on your profile. Mm. Maybe you're telling people your, your particular location because there's this thing about the internet. Once you put it out, it's out there. You can't take it back. Hmm. Once it's out, it's out. So you, ha- you should be very careful of what you put out. Only put out things that you're very comfortable putting out. Yes, so, Neil, you are the de- detective of, you know. So I'm going to ask you, as a detective, you've been doing a wonderful job with this thing. What do you detect? I know you're, you're finding if, if somebody wants to get married and you want to go long-term with your girlfriend or their boyfriend, they can come to you to, you know, for information about these people. Why is it a thing now? Why? Why people come to talk to me about maybe when they want to get married? Yeah, like I want you to run a check on my girlfriend if she's not with other people. No, the thing is, people don't really, okay, they don't, they don't do it that way that you're saying. They don't come to me like, oh, go and find out who this person is and all that. But sometimes it's more of, I'm looking to settle down with this person. And my judgment is kind of 
clouded because I'm in love with this person. And I will need a fresh set of eyes to just tell me if I'm actually doing the right thing or I'm doing the wrong thing. I mean, it's not particular to just guys or girls. Okay. You have guys coming up, you have girls coming up, they just tell you, uh, or from the message or from what they're telling you, they just say, I really love this person or I really want to spend the rest of my life with you. But I might not have proposed or I, I don't think he's going to propose, but I just want to be sure that things are safe or my heart is safe or I'm protected. So is there anything you can tell me or maybe based on the story or the kind of relationship they have, they, they tell you certain things. Then on those things that they told me, I can now form, because I'm not involved in the relationship, I can say, okay, yes, this actually goes well or that doesn't go well or you should actually be careful or you should actually wait or find out more of this or find out more of that. So that's the way it happens. What is the sexist thing now? Uh, I don't know about that title though. <laughs> <laughs> because in my head, I have a whole lot of names for you. You are the dose okay. of wickedness, Oga. You know, you are the leader. If he gives you um, snitches, get stitches, Oga. You know. So, so when, when, I, when I see your page, I'm like, ah, let me, or if I get the notification, ah, somebody has offended Neil today. You know, and one of my favorite um, posts was this lady that went to the son's um, school to fight. Okay. <laughs> I love that word so oh, much. Okay. Where the, the, somebody slapped someone and then they reported. I like that very much. Yeah. You're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's, it's actually noisy. It's in trying to, because the, the thing we, 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 we try to do is to get people interesting for you guys. Yeah. We want to keep it interesting and you're always looking out for what we're going to put out. And and at the same time, it's not just a platform where we just want to keep it interested. We want to actually touch lives. Right. Um, with the little we're doing, if we can get involved or if we can, if we can advise someone to themselves together, fix their life or become better. It's even better for our society. So this, it might be small, it might be minute, it might be something that we're doing on a very small basis, but it outreach is on a very large scale. Right. And that's what we're, we're looking out for. And, and because sometimes you have people who call you and they'll be like, oh, thank you, I listened to you. I followed this and this happened for me. Or someone is, is calling you and telling you, oh, thank God I did not follow that guy. That my ex, do what he's doing now. He's a criminal. He's this one. He's that one. Do you get? Hmm. So with that, we're happy that we're getting such feedbacks from some of those people. And also, when we post some of those things, especially with their permission, other people who are about to make that mistake will learn from it. They will not make that mistake. Hmm. Is there a reason why you are anonymous, by the way? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, people, people are... People open up to you more when they can't really attach a face to you. For for them, you're faceless. Yeah. For them, you're just you're just a figment of a figment of their imagination. imagination. They don't know who they're dealing with, and that way you're less judgmental. That way you open up more to the person. That way you you feel free to express yourself. Not fully that I don't even know this guy. I might even be sitting somewhere with Next. him, and he might know me, and I, I will not know him. You get so. That way, the person just opens up to you, and it's just perfect the way we want it. It's just perfect that way. Absolutely. Well done, Neil. And um, Neil's um, Instagram is Neil underscore official. 
absolutely doing an amazing job. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you so much for having me. You're so I just spoke to Neil. Neil is an amazing person. You can hear, you hear the whole of it. If you, I mean, dating someone, for someone like me, I think you should date whoever you want to date. If you love them, yes, do your investigation, get to know who they are. If they, if they are really who they um, say that or claim that they are. So do your investigation, but do not limit yourself. That is, you can choose to date a um, traditional way, or you can also come on social media to date. As I say, love, you find love in hopeless places. So yeah, social media might just be one of the hopeless places. So my name is Helen. I'm going to leave you with this beautiful content. Um, thank you very much again, Neil. Um, so I'll see you next week. Do not forget to follow me on social media, helen.love.23 or ellen.mwang, M-O-A-N-G podcast. Memo of a Ninja Girl is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Please subscribe. I'll see you next week with another beautiful and exciting, um, content. God. See you. Bye. I am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk.